Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so sorry it took me so long to post another episode. I was hoping to get this done before Easter because it's it's a two-part episode. I'm going to be talking about a Florida trip we went on and then some Easter-related, like the Easter story. But I was feeling pretty, I mean, not pretty sick, but I was feeling a little sick, so stuff you knows, and I didn't want you guys to have to listen to me talk for half an hour with a stuffy nose so here we are the podcast a little bit later but at least you don't have to listen to my stuffy voice and i'm sorry for all the background noise you may hear i have the windows open it's an absolutely gorgeous day and it was too good to pass up on so i'm sorry if you hear any background noise so this is going to be a longer episode because it's a two-part uh uh you can go down and follow me on instagram at the underscore podcast eight zero HD. Um, I have tons of videos and photos that I'm going to post on there after I post this podcast. So if you want to go see photos from our trip, feel free to go check that out. And there will be some photos there. Uh, it was the land of sunshine. It was amazing. It was like 90 degrees on average. And yeah, super, super chill trip. Usually we go down there and we have like, all, we always have things to do. Like we go to downtown disney or whatever it's called about the shopping area down there we're like we're always going 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 this trip was like super super laid back we were at the pool pretty much every day just out there tanning and enjoying the water so first we saw uh well this was thursday night we went down sunday afternoon and got back friday night around we got home home at like 11 30 p.m um so one of the things that we did, this was Thursday night, we went to a family friend's down there. It was amazing. We played a game called, a card game called Scum. We talked, they've been down there. So they used to be our neighbors, but then nine years ago, they moved down to Florida and they've been there ever since. So when we go down, we usually try and make an effort to see them down there. So did that Thursday night. Me and my older sister did this sky shot. It's like this slingshot, but... So you sit in it. It's a pod. It's two people. You sit in there. They take you down and they launch you up. So some of the stats were it goes from 0 to 100 miles per hour in two seconds. It uh, pushes 5 Gs of force on your body, which is, I believe, the same as an astronaut. You can fact check me on that. And it goes over 400 vertical feet. So it launches you all the way up. And once you get to the very top, me and my sister flipped. Upside down, so we're 400 feet in the air, staring straight down at the ground. It was um quite quite uh scary. I'm terrified of heights. I felt like I was like really really lightheaded walking to it. That's how nervous I was. I was extremely nervous, but all went well. There are wasps flying outside my open window, and I don't have a screen on it, so uh, I may have to get up and close that shortly because I don't want a wasp in my room. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to quick close that. Sorry. <laughs> There we go. Okay. Um, what else? So, <laughs> a few funny stories. There was this guy at Target. I was looking for sunglasses because I didn't take mine. So I walk up to the guy. He's in a red shirt and he's stocking drinks. And I'm like, hey. I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, where are the sunglasses at? And he goes, oh, sorry. He's like, I actually don't work here. He points to his shirt and he says, I actually work for Coca-Cola. He's, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. He was like, no, it's okay. He's like, they're both red shirts. So, yeah. 
I asked a Coca-Cola employee at a Target where the sunglasses were. So that was my fault. But in my defense, they're both red shirts. Um, oh, and then in Universal, there was some guy. In a, he was a worker in a shop. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at the sunglasses. They had, like, Oakley's and Ray-Bans. I'll post pictures if you want to go see them on Instagram. And... I'm standing there, he's like, hey buddy, how you doing? And I'm like, good. And I'm like, how about you? He's like, good, good. He's like, thanks. He's like, you have a deep voice. And I'm like, thanks, I think. And I'm like, I think that's a compliment. He goes, yeah. He's like, I get that a lot too. So, I don't know. I just really wanted to tell that story because that guy was super, super nice. Totally love that. Love that guy. I don't know what his name was, but he deserves a pay raise. He was very, very friendly to all customers. Um... I got sunburnt. Nothing too terrible, but a little bit. Uh, when we were down there, we were me and my dad were watching the TV, uh, and we saw like we were watching one of the movies. Whoa, that scared me. The door slammed close. Oh, <laughs> uh, the wind was blowing and it slammed the door. That kind of scared me because I'm home alone. So, anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, uh, we one of the movies on one of the programs was called The Day After Tomorrow. So, just to explain a little bit about that movie, it starts with uh, some people being on a plane, and then natural weather, like uh, this, the turbulence gets really, really bad, and then it stops, but then the movie continues on, and like a bunch of really bad natural disasters happen, so like tornadoes, and like really, really bad weather. So, I already get anxious traveling, and after seeing like the plane scene, since we fly home, I was like... Yeah, maybe not. So we didn't finish it then, but semi good movie from the 10 minutes I saw of it. <laughs> okay, so that was our Florida trip. It was amazing. Absolutely loved it. If you've never been to Florida, I'm very, very sad for you. I 20 out of 10, because that's totally possible. 20 out of 10 recommend going to Florida. I absolutely love that place. Alrighty, so now on to my Easter podcast part so that was the floor part on the easter so i do have to admit i got this part the sign says we need a few basic things to survive i got this off of some friend told me about it it was like a pinterest post so shout out to whoever posted but science says we need a few basic things to survive air light food and water and this is what the bible says about jesus i am the breath of life job 33 4 i am the light of the world john that's definitely not right. I have John eighty-seven twelve, but John doesn't have eighty-seven chapters. Uh, maybe seventeen twelve. So I'm the light of the world. Somewhere in John, in the verses twelve, I'm just not sure what chapter. I'm the bread of life. John six thirty-five. I am the living water. John four fourteen. So even science says that we need Jesus. If you change everything to spiritually, our spiritual body needs Jesus because he is everything we need to survive. Now into the details. By request about a biblical topic and seeing that it fit the weekend very, very well, I'm doing an episode about Easter. So I had someone I was asking, I snapped some of my friends and I'm like, hey, I'm like, can someone give me like some biblical ideas to, to do for my podcast? And one of them snapped me back and said Easter, and then there were like a few other, but I decided Easter would be perfect because it was Easter weekend. So, this is by request. Uh, Jesus started his ministry, his teaching ministry, around the age of 30 years old. He used a form of preaching called parables. These are made up 
scenarios that serve a deep purpose and have a great meaning. Just like the boy who cried wolf. So that's like a parable. So like the boy who cried wolf, you know, it's a made up story about this boy who always cries wolf, cries wolf, cries wolf. And he says like wolf and then it gets everyone scared. But then he's like, ha 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 ha, just kidding. And he keeps doing that. But then one time there actually is a wolf and he cries wolf and everyone's like, we don't believe him because so like, oh, he always just lies about that. And then the kid ends up dying getting eaten in the kids version it was just a prank and all this but we all know that he actually ends up dying anyway so that's kind of like a parable so here's an example of one of jesus parables in matthew 7 1 to 5 is the parable of the log and speck jesus says <clears throat> why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye when you pay and pay no attention to the plank that is in your own eye how can you say to your brother let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye. You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. This is saying don't be quick to judge. Don't pick apart others when you have much to work on with your actions, with you and your own actions. Jesus was, so then that's, uh, that's what a parable is. So now back to Jesus. Jesus was in his ministry for about three years. This is where we get into the deep, deep details of the Easter story. I was writing this. I'm writing this today, which was Good Friday, but we all know that this didn't get out before then because we were traveling Good Friday and then I got sick. And... Anyway, on Good Friday, Jesus was crucified by the Romans. They would, they would put nails through their victim's hands between their radius and ulna, which are the two bones in your wrist. This would hold their victim into place on a cross. So there's that nail which doesn't allow you to pull your hands up to try and get out of like the nail and it won't just pierce flesh because there's a bone below it and a bone above it so then it holds you in place and you're just kind of sitting there and they also pierce your feet um this will hold up their victim they also put nails in their feet oh right there i said it so it was easy to breathe in but breathing out was hard because breathing out relaxes your body so like when you breathe out, it kind of like releases some tension in your body, but breathing out was hard when you're being held with nails. So you could breathe in, which tenses your body, <sighs> but then as soon as you tried to let out, you couldn't really like relax because, well, you're being held in place by nails and stressful situations and quite physically, you couldn't relax any of your muscles. Um, and your body can't really relax when it's being stretched and pinned to a cross. Well, well, right there, I said it. As Jesus was on the cross, he called out to God and said, forgive them for they know not what they do. So even though these people were torturing him, Jesus asked for them to be forgiven. This is an amazing sample of Jesus's, I wouldn't say motto, but that's what the word I use, motto, turn the other cheek. So even if someone does, if someone does something to you, don't fight back, turn the other cheek. And so like it says, if someone slaps you on your, it's left, right? So it, I'm gonna say left. If someone slaps you on your left cheek, turn the right cheek also. Um, after a few hours, Jesus gave up the ghost, a.k.a. the Holy Spirit, and said, it is finished. Before he had died, though, there was a, he was on the, so he was on the center cross, and there was a robber on the cross on either side of him. And one of the robbers actually repented and said, and like, said, like, you are the Christ, which was crazy because people didn't believe him, but it was something like that. So they, so the one repented and Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. So the Christian, uh, the uh, robber that repented went to heaven and the other one 
was continuing to mock Jesus, so he went to hell. And, um, so after a few hours, Jesus said, it is finished. And just like that, the Easter story is over. Thanks for listening. Uh, check me- Ah, just kidding. <laughs> it's only getting started. <laughs> after Jesus gave up the ghost and died, they took him to a tomb where he was buried. It was tradition that after three days of a person being dead, they would go and put spices and perfume on the body to prevent it from stinking and... I guess maybe to show respects. I don't, I don't completely know because I wasn't alive two thousand years ago. But they will put perfume and spice on the body. So a woman by the name of Mary, the follower of Christ, goes to the tomb with some fellow ladies to do the to put the spices on the body. But when they get there, the tomb is open. Then men in white, glowing robe, men in white glowing robes appear in the tomb. These are angels, but. <clears throat> This frightens the women, as you could assume, because it'll be very freaky to go to a tomb to see the door open and men in white glowing robes standing where your Jesus would have been laying. Uh, dead. But the angels say, Fear not, for he is risen, as he said he would. He refers to Jesus, the he, for he is risen, and he said he would, refers to Jesus. So all the women, except Mary, run back to Jesus' disciples to tell them the good news. Now, Jesus' disciples, who were they? Jesus' disciples were Jesus' loyal followers who went everywhere with Jesus and stood by his side as he taught. So they were like his followers, but his like very, very close followers that went with him on his ministry. As the women run back, Mary stays in the garden where Jesus appears to her. A while later, they're talking about the... So this is... So then Jesus appears to her and Mary sees him and then... He's, he goes, and then, so then Mary goes back, and then a while later, I don't know how many, if it was hours, days, but a while later, they're talking about the fact that Jesus was risen and that Mary had seen him, and Jesus' disciple Thomas did not believe that he was actually risen. He said, unless I see the hand, the holes in his hands, I will not believe. But then Jesus appears to them and shows Thomas the holes in his hands and says, like, where was it? Jesus tells Thomas to feel the holes, and so he does, and then Thomas believes. So... He put his, Thomas put his hands in the holes in Jesus' hands and the piercings in his side and sees that it actually is Jesus and that he was risen. So then Thomas believes. After a few days, I'm assuming it was days, of Jesus being with the disciples, they say their final goodbyes. Jesus then tells his disciples to continue his legacy and ministering. After this, he ascends into heaven where he is still to this day by our Heavenly Father, the right hand of our Heavenly Father. When Jesus left his disciples and told them to continue his ministry, it was directed towards them, but it was not limited to them. I'm a very, I personally, am a very socially awkward person. But this is my attempt to spread the love and ministry of our Heavenly Father. So, even though it was directed at the disciples to continue my ministry, well, my, referring to Jesus, Jesus' ministry, it was not limited to them. So, even though I wasn't a disciple standing there, I am trying to continue the legacy of our Heavenly Father and tell others about him. So the other two Saturdays ago, me and some of my best friends went out to a college campus and handed out tracts talking about, it was like, I actually didn't read the tract, but it was talking about Jesus and trying to spread the good news. So we actually went to college campus and did that. So uh, it was a great time. And that was a little bit harder for me because I actually had to see people in person. Whereas this way, I'm just talking to a mic. Excuse me. I'm just talking to Mike, and I don't actually have to see the people I'm talking to. So, this is my attempt to do that. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and hope you had a well Easter. And God bless. Thank you so much for listening. And hit me up with some ideas on Instagram of some other episode ideas that you would like me to try or with any questions you may have, and I'll answer them to the best of my ability. So have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening. Show them love, they hate me No grudges, I 